Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and having a lovely Christmas and New Year period. It's day 296 of the programme and we're going to be reading from Jeremiah in the Old Testament and it's chapters 9 and 10 and then into the New Testament with 1 Timothy and it's the whole of chapter 3. And if it's your first time listening or watching here on YouTube, welcome to the channel. I hope you enjoy it and uh, may God bless you as you hear and see the reading of his word. And make sure you start on day one and then there'll always be a podcast or a video ready for you. Now, what I'll do is I'll share the screen and we're going to be reading uh, from the new international version. So I'll just get that all ready for you here and then we will get started. It's always a bit of a palaver trying to go through all of that. But there we go. We are on now with Jeremiah chapter 9 and we'll start at verse 1. Oh, that my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears. I would weep day and night for the slain of my people. Oh, that I had in the desert a lodging place for travellers so that I might leave my people and go away from them for they are all adulterous, a crowd of unfaithful people. They make ready their tongue like a bow to shoot lies. It is not by truth that they triumph in the land. They go from one sin to another they do not acknowledge me, declares the Lord. Beware of your friends. Do not trust anyone in your clan, for every one of them is a deceiver, and every friend a slanderer. Friend deceives friend, and no one speaks the truth. They have taught their tongues to lie. They weary themselves with sinning. You live in the midst of deception, and in their deceit they refuse to acknowledge me, declares the Lord. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says. See, I will refine and test them. For what else can I do because of the sin of my people? Their tongue is a deadly arrow. It speaks deceitfully. With their mouths they all speak cordially to their neighbours, but in their hearts they set traps for them. Should I not punish them for this, declares the Lord? Should I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? I will weep and wail for the mountains and take up a lament concerning the wilderness grasslands. They are desolate and untravelled and the lowing of cattle is not heard. The birds have all fled, and the animals are gone. I will make Jerusalem a heap of ruins, a haunt of jackals, and I will lay waste the towns of Judah, so no one can live there. Who is wise enough to understand this? Who has been instructed by the Lord and can explain it? Why has the land been ruined and laid waste, like a desert that no one can cross? The Lord said, It is because they have forsaken my law, which I set before them. They have not obeyed me or followed my law. Instead, they have followed the stubbornness of their hearts. They have followed the Baals as their ancestors taught them. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. See, I will make this people eat bitter food and drink poisoned water. I will scatter them among the nations that neither they nor their ancestors have known. And I will pursue them with the sword until I have made an end of them. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Consider now, call for the wailing woman to come. Send for the most skillful of them. Let them come quickly and wail over us, till our eyes overflow with tears, and our water streams from our eyelids. The sound of wailing is heard from Zion. How ruined we are! How great is our shame! We must leave our land because our houses are in ruins. Now, you woman, hear the word of the Lord. 
Open your ears to the words of his mouth. Teach your daughters how to wail. Teach one another a lament. Death has climbed in through our windows and has entered our fortresses. It has removed the children from the streets and the young men from the public squares. Say, this is what the Lord declares. Dead bodies will lie like dung on the open field, like cut grain behind the reaper, with no one to gather them. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom, or the strong boast of their strength, or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these I delight, declares the Lord. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will punish all who are circumcised only in the flesh. Egypt, Judah, Edom, Ammon, and Moab, and all who live in the wilderness in distant places. For all these nations are really uncircumcised, and even the whole house of Israel is uncircumcised in heart. Jeremiah chapter 10, God and Idols. Hear what the Lord says to you, people of Israel. This is what the Lord says. Do not learn the ways of the nations or be terrified by signs in the heavens. Though the nations are terrified by them, for the practices of the peoples are worthless. They cut a tree out of the forest and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. They adorn it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails so it will not totter. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber field, their idols cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them. They can do no harm, nor can they do any good. No one is like you, Lord. You are great, and your name is mighty in power. Who should not fear you, King of the nations? This is your due. Among all the wise leaders of the nations, and in all their kingdoms, there is no one like you. They are all senseless and foolish. They are taught by worthless wooden idols. Hammered silver is brought from Tarshish and gold from Uphaz. What the craftsmen and goldsmith have made is then dressed in blue and purple, all made by skilled workers. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God, the eternal King. When he is angry, the earth trembles. The nations cannot endure his wrath. Tell them this. These gods who do not make the heavens and the earth will perish from the earth and from under the heavens. But God made the earth by his power. He founded the world by his wisdom and stretched out the heavens by his understanding. When he thunders the waters in the heavens roar, he makes clouds rise from the ends of the earth. He sends lightning with the rain and brings out the wind from his storehouses. Everyone is senseless and without knowledge. Every goldsmith is shamed by his idols. The images he makes are a fraud. They have no breath in them. They are worthless, the objects of mockery. When their judgment comes, they will perish. He who is the portion of Jacob is not like these, for he is the maker of all things, including Israel, the people of his inheritance. The Lord Almighty is his name. The coming destruction. Gather up your belongings to leave the land, you who live under siege. For this is what the Lord says. At this time I will hurl out those who live in this land. I will bring distress on them so that they may be captured. Woe to me because of my injury. My wound is incurable. Yet I said to myself, 
This is my sickness, and I must endure it. My tent is destroyed, and its ropes are snapped. My children are gone from me and are no more. No one is left now to pitch my tent or set up my shelter. The shepherds are senseless and do not inquire of the Lord, so they do not prosper, and all their flock is scattered. Listen, the report is coming, a great commotion from the land of the north. It will make the towns of Judah desolate, a haunt of jackals. Lord, I know that people's lives are not their own. It is not for them to direct their steps. Discipline me, Lord, but only in due measure, not in your anger, or you will reduce me to nothing. Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not acknowledge you, or the peoples who do not call on your name, for they have devoured Jacob. They have devoured him completely and destroyed his homeland. And now I will go into the New Testament to is First Timothy chapter 3. Qualifications for overseers and deacons. Here is a trustworthy saying, whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. Now the overseer is to be the above, is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, and not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him, and he must do so in a manner worthy of full respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert, or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders, so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. In the same way, deacons are to be worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in much wine, and not pursuing dishonest gain. They must keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with a clear conscience. They must first be tested, and then, if there is nothing against them, let them serve as deacons. In the same way, the women are to be worthy of respect, not malicious talkers, but temperate and trustworthy in everything. A deacon must be faithful to his wife and must manage his children and his household well. Those who have served well gain an excellent standing and great assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus. Although I hope to come to you soon, I am writing you these instructions so that, if I am delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. Beyond all question, the mystery from which true godliness springs is great. He appeared in the flesh, was vindicated by the Spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nation, was believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. Amen. May God bless the reading of his word. Oh, that was uplifting. I have to say that's powerful words, isn't it? Especially that last chapter there was amazing. But uh, let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this time together. Lord, the refreshing of your incredible word, your truth, to know that you are the King of Kings. You are the living God. And you are here with us. Lord, when you come into our hearts, we no longer need to ask you to be with us because you are with us. You are in our hearts. You are in our mind. You are in our souls. You are in everything that we are. And you hold us and help us and carry us, Lord, through every situation. 
Lord, we give you all the praise and all the glory and thank you in your almighty name for the things you have done for us, for your love and kindness, Lord, for helping us to have good families, Lord, for helping us to have good friends, Lord, for rescuing us, Lord, from the wrong path. Lord, for every one of us here that is a believer, Lord, you have taken us from going to hell and you have put us on the track to heaven. And we thank you, Lord, in your almighty name of Jesus, Lord, for delivering us from evil. And we pray right now that anyone listening or watching, Lord, who doesn't know you yet as their Lord and Saviour, Lord, that you would call on their heart. You would help them to come to an understanding of who you are and help them give their hearts to you, to give you, Lord Jesus, everything that they are, everything that they have. In your almighty name, amen. Well, thank you very much for watching and listening to Bible 365. It's an honour and a blessing to be able to read the word out to you all. And may have a fantastic new year and just have a wonderful God bless day, wherever you might be. I'll see you very soon. Bye just now.